Hello, and welcome to the Your Personal Journey with Food podcast, hosted by Tracy Cromwell, your certified integrative nutrition health coach, precision nutrition health coach, pro coach, National Academy of Sports Medicine personal trainer and weight loss expert and international best-selling author. I am a recovered pre-diabetic, recovered yo-yo dieter, and recovered body loather. On my podcast, I will be discussing all areas of life that impact your health. That's home environment, physical activity, health, joy, spirituality, relationships, finances, creativity, social life, career, education, and yes, home cooking. I will also be bringing you experts from each of these areas of your life to help you create the ideal, healthy, and supportive relationship, not only with your food, but with yourself and therefore with your life. I appreciate you being here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday, and it's time for Tough Love Tuesday's live broadcast. I'm Tracy Cromwell, your certified integrative nutrition health coach and certified personal trainer. And uh, what is an integrative nutrition health coach? That means that we look as a coach, I look at all aspects of your life. So that would be um, anywhere from joy, career, spirituality, your finances, your health, your education, I mentioned career, home cooking, all of those things that that uh, affect your life as a whole person. And so I am bringing you guests that are experts in all these different areas to do my very best to help you live that lifestyle that you really want to live. And so I'm recording these live on Facebook every week. And then these pot, these will actually become a podcast. So if you're listening in on the podcast, these are recorded live. So with all live uh, performances or shows or, or interviews, things happen. So anyway, you might hear something funny or their cat might show up or a dog or power might go out. But anyway, so if you are listening, uh, I just want you to know that we're coming live. So today, I am very excited to bring a very good friend of mine um, to this show. I'm bringing you Tiffany Sorrell. You know, Tiffany has always tried to find ways of living a healthy lifestyle. Her desire uh, for health and wellness led her to become also a certified health coach with the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And, uh, you know, she graduated, you know, she gravitated towards yoga as she sought out different healing methods to help with anxiety and depression. It was in 2015 that she earned her 200 RYT specializing in Vinyoga? Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> tradition. And then completed another 200 RYT with, with Jean Massimo at Village Green Yoga. So with over 10 years of practicing asana, meditation, and, and pranayama. She believes in the journey of yoga as it challenges our strength, grows our confidence, and creates a sense of calm in our minds and our bodies. Her classes are filled with lighthearted energy using breath awareness to uplift the body and reconnect with our authentic self. She's committed to yoga as a never-ending practice to better serve herself and her students. So welcome, Tiffany. It's so good to have you. Thank you, Tracy. I'm excited to be here. It's wonderful. I, I loved um, 
You know, I know when we met, it was so great to know that we were both IIN graduates. And, mm -hmm. and again, that concept of um, a complete holistic being and, mm -hmm. and where I realized my journey has taken me in one area of that training and yours has taken you to yoga. So what led you, I know that you mentioned this um, in your, in your um, bio, but kind of explain that process of like how you just, you know, what were your mindset? What gravitated you towards it? Yeah, so um, really, I've just always been fascinated with health and wellness in all mm -hmm. aspects. Um, I don't know why. I don't think that there was like one point in my life specifically where I was like, I'm really excited to learn about um, healthy eating or just the whole person health initiative. Mm -hmm. um, I just had a fascination for it. And so um, I remember, I do remember this specifically, I was working at a, a small community bank and everybody knew that, you know, I was the go-to person for advice to um, eat healthy or, you know, kind of what exercises to do. And they're like, you know, you should really do this um, as a career. And I was like, I didn't even think that I could do this. And so that kind of started my journey into, uh, all right, well, where can I get certifications? Like what, mm -hmm. just doing the research and, and figuring that out. Um, I was already practicing yoga for uh, quite a long time, tried many different forms. And the reason why I landed on the Vinny yoga practice, because to me, it was a very healing uh, style of asana. Mm -hmm. And in that time of my life, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, which led to depression. I was on the verge of, I guess you could say an eating disorder too. And so um, mm -hmm. really having something that a practice that wasn't all about the active, the movement, and more about the the mental, um, emotional, and the breathless it. So that's mm -hmm. kind of what led me to the Vinny Yoga style. Um, and then going through IIN, I again just wanted to continue to expand my knowledge on um, all things health and wellness there. And I was like, well, what's better than to marry those two together? Like, how can I continue to spread the word and, um, and just showcase how much it's benefited me and, and help others succeed in their life too? Right? Yeah, it's a, it's really interesting how everyone has their journey. And I know that there's so many people out there that would really relate to yours, you know, and where we find purpose, purpose in our life through yeah. our, through our journeys, you know, yeah. and uh, so, you know, you had, sounds like a very volatile relationship, you know, with yourself as well as with your food. And, you know, I was very similar, but mine showed up in different ways, you know, I became pre-diabetic and, you know, and that way. And, and, um, and so one thing I find, and I'm still a bit more, um, my mind is still very much like this. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, uh, you know, I think about yoga and the practice of yoga 
you know, what's the, you know, for someone like me, who's very, you know, can be very hyper and inside, and I don't want to slow down, you know, what's, you know, for someone like me, <laughs> I know these answers, but you know, tell everybody, <laughs> why should I go to yoga? <laughs> well, but yeah, what are the benefits? Definitely. So first, first I would say, and I'm very similar in that as well, where I'm, oh. my mind is always racing. I suffer from anxiety as, as you okay. know, and to me, um, going to a yin class, which is holding a pose for like three to five minutes and just breathing in it, I got more anxiety in that than a flow practice because I was just in my head the whole time. But you know, that famous saying of um, the things that you don't like to do are usually the practices that you need to focus on. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, I would recommend or suggest that you just try little bits at a time and just know that not every day is going to be the same experience, which is mm -hmm. why we call yoga a practice because every mm -hmm. day is a practice. It's something new and different. And mm -hmm. um, that's the beauty of it to have those experiences. So whether it be you're going to try and just stand on your mat for five minutes and just sit and breathe and see how that mm -hmm. feels, maybe you want to try five to 10 minutes of a mini flow. Um, maybe, you know, just sitting in stillness, I honestly would say is one of the most powerful things. It's really scary to me, um, mm -hmm. but it's an incredibly powerful thing. You learn so much about yourself, uh, which is why it makes it pretty scary, but it opens up that uh, vulnerability in you that you just didn't really know you had or were too afraid to uh open up yeah you know you mentioned in um in your uh bio about um you know having that confidence and that inner inner self you know and that um you know ability to go to that level with yoga um so it sounds like to me you know yoga is more than it's about building strength. It's more than about building balance in terms of physical, being able to stand on one leg, but encompassing you as a whole person, mind and body. Yep. Like exactly. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I just can't touch my toes. And so I don't want to do yoga. And <laughs> I totally respect that. And if that is truly why you don't want to do it, that is okay. Yeah. Um, but I would say some people's bodies just aren't made to be that flexible or to be able to mm -hmm. touch your toes. And so mm -hmm. we just have to appreciate the body that we have in that moment. And going back to having a practice and regularity with it, you'll, you might see that you're inching closer to your toes. Maybe not, but maybe you're starting to feel a little bit more openness into your back um, or mm -hmm. your hamstrings if you're doing like a standing um, forward fold. So that's kind of what I try to bring into my classes. And it's really important for me to not focus on the perfection of the pose or 
alignment is obviously very important to me, but, um, you know, not everybody is going to look the same. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. you just have to be mindful of where your body's at in that moment. Right. I think about that too. And, um, uh, you know, as a, as a personal trainer about the, the concept of having a client come to a session, say at a gym and their mindset can be that they're afraid to come because one thing you just said was they can't touch their toes or someone else in there is going to be beautiful, you know, with their yoga poses and they're able to do it all. And, and so what's your, you know, I know that, you know, how, how would you recommend to somebody, you know, to, to be able to come into a class and again, um, where should their focus be with their mind and, um, their thought process towards themselves. I know you answered a little bit of that, but I think mm -hmm. there's just a little bit more like, what would you say to a novice that's afraid to show up? Yeah, I would say just tr try, um, mm -hmm. just show up and just be yourself. Um, and I'm here to guide you. I'm here to give a lot of variations um, if I'm in an actual in-person class setting, then I provide the student with a lot of different props that they can utilize. Mm -hmm. And you just remind them, I mean, I sound, I sound like a robot, but just being authentic to you and listening to your body, because mm -hmm. no matter how much I cue or give variations, if that doesn't feel comfortable to you and available in your body, then it's not going to work. And so you might have to maybe sit that pose out and that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. And then, you know, try the next one. But um, yeah, just being authentic to yourself is probably yeah. the number one most important thing. Yeah, and I think too, maybe also the concept that everybody there is really working on, you know, um, their mind body connection. And they're probably not even paying attention to you. You know, they've got their own work they're working on. And they probably, well, they did start exactly where you were, you know, as a, as a novice, as someone that hasn't done it. And maybe that mindset, hey, I can be a student. Um, I can celebrate what my body can do right now. And, and leave that um, judgment or fear at the door and you know just uh feel that amazing ability that your body um has currently and then give it that opportunity to um get stronger and your mind gets stronger things like that yeah i mean tracy i've been told that because i don't do handstands or headstands that i'm not a real yoga instructor Oh, and we both know that's not true. There's yes. lots more to yoga than doing mm -hmm. those crazy poses, um, asana. But you know, <laughs> just kind of going back to what you said and reflecting on that, you know, even your breath is a practice in itself. Like mm -hmm. just bringing a hand to your heart, hand to your belly, closing your eyes, sitting and breathing like that can be someone's yoga practice. And mm -hmm. that is beautiful. And that's maybe that's all you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, you talked about um, 
anxiety and depression and, you know, um, so uh, a great way to cope and to calm the mind is through breathing, you know, the breathing techniques. Do you have certain types of breathing counts that you recommend or, you know, what are some of the things that you practice in a, in a class for breathing? Yeah. So I do a couple. Um, I like counting breath. Um, and I apologize, I am blanking on the actual Sanskrit name of this one. So my fellow yoga instructors, I apologize. But um, I, so the first one is, like I said, a count. So you're, when you inhale, you're breathing through your nose at a count of maybe starting at four or six. And then with your exhale, you're either breathing out of your mouth or out of your nose for a count of six to eight. So you try to make the exhale just a little bit longer than your inhale um, mm -hmm. to help with the balance, to calm the nervous system. Um, and then you can always increase. You can also add a pause at the top or at the bottom of the inhale and exhale. So you can continue to grow on that. Right. So, so by adding a pause, does that mean you're sort of holding your breath for a moment? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And some people like to hold their breath for two counts, maybe, you know, it just is what feels, again, comfortable in that moment for you. So mm -hmm. I tend to just start off with inhaling to four, exhaling to six, and then mm -hmm. if I know my, uh, my students pretty well, I know that if they've been practicing with me, then we can take them a little bit further. Um, mm -hmm. But another one that I, I truly love and I try to practice on a day-to-day -day basis is uh, Ujjayi Pranayama. And <clears throat> that is you're breathing in and out of your nose. And when you inhale, you are starting to breathe into the back of your throat. Um, and same with your exhale, but when you breathe out through your nose, it's like your nostrils are going to be fogging up a window and you start to make more of an audible sound with that exhalation. So um, it kind of sounds like Darth Vader or like a um, oceanic type sound with your breath. Uh -huh. um, and you can incorporate a count with that too, because like you and I both have is a racing mindset. And so having something to focus on, which is a mantra, mm -hmm. is um, really helpful with those breathing techniques because mm -hmm. it completely calms the mind and the body and then balances out the breath. Mm -hmm. so, so true. Yeah. So in, in times of stress, um, I, it's so simple to just take a uh, maybe a seat and practice one of those um, breathing techniques to mm -hmm. help calm you down and just kind of reset your yourself. Yeah, remember um, when we were in? I, he probably was a speaker for you too, but Dr. Weil. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and he has you know that four 
four, seven, eight breathing. So that sounds very mm -hmm. familiar. You know, you breathe in your nose for four, you hold for seven and gently out for eight. And, you know, it is well known medically, you know, as well, that it calms that, that nervous system way down. And I love learning about these two. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought too, gosh, you know, what if you're, you're stuck in traffic or you're waiting in line, things are really stressful. You can, you know, you can do these breaths with no one even has to know, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very, it's a very personal time mm -hmm. because it's, yeah. it's your own. No one sees it, really hears it. And we all have to breathe. So yes. <laughs> yes. I do notice, you know, it really helps me a lot. In fact, I was just working on a continuing education class and it was talking about anxiety and high performance sports. And it was really interesting. Learned about another form of breathing. And it's just that it's just so good for us to calm that down. And um, so when you talk about breathing, I know some people can go like this hmm. and hold it down. So what is your you know, what, what do you teach your students for, you know, what, what's the body doing um, when you're breathing in? So, yeah, so I set my students up with the body alignment first so that they're already in, intentionally getting that mindfulness of where you should be feeling it in your body. Okay. And then um, once they get situated into that, comfortable space, then I move into the actual breathing technique and walk them through that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I add little reminders to, you know, it's okay to let those shoulders come up a little bit with the inhale, because it really with the exhale, you feel such a difference with just relaxing okay. your shoulders. Mm -hmm. So I mean, obviously, don't want it all the way up to your ears, but a little movement is fine. And then as you continue with that um, pranayama, then you don't really notice the shoulders moving up and down. Your, mm -hmm. your the neck, the shoulders, the arms really stay um, mm -hmm. relaxed. Nice, I like that. Very good. What? Um, uh, so we've talked about breathing. What do you have another? Um, you know, tip it we can give those that are watching before we have to go about, um, you know, bringing that calm when, <clears throat> when you need it. Um, we all need calm right now. There's so much going on in life right now. It's a very much a, a time of um, coping in some fashion. And um, so we know we have a breathing as a tool, you know, uh, and it can, you know, if, if, um, <clears throat> I know I was going to ask about how many times would you recommend someone did the breathing practice in a row? You know, is that two times, three times, you know, what is your thought process there? And then we can move on. So personally, I don't feel that there's a minimum or maximum amount okay. of times. Um, mm -hmm. Me personally, if I'm having a, a fully anxious day and I do one of those uh, breathing techniques, and then I'm like, oh, I feel a little bit better, but not hundred percent. And so I'll do another one right after. Um, so it just kind of depends on how much time you need. You know, your body will tell you if 
you need more or okay. if one set is okay. Um, What's a set? Um, oh yeah. So, um, so the, it, doing a cycle of breath for, mm, you know, eight to 10 times. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's, I wasn't sure. Yeah. So about eight to 10 times. You can probably, I don't know if some people may hyperventilate at first because they're not used to it, but just pay attention. <laughs> you know? Pay attention if you're in, yeah. And that's why I like the two different models. One mm -hmm. is inhaling through your nose out from your mouth. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people like to solely breathe in and out from their nose. Mm -hmm. um, there's other pranayamas that um, you breathe in and out through your mouth as mm -hmm. well. And so it's, again, just by playing around with different uh, techniques, I think is fun. And just um, seeing what works for you, what fits and right. what's good and um, something that is simple enough that you can remember in these stressful times that you can do um, at home, taking a break from your day, um, you know, maybe even going on a walk with your, your dog, you can incorporate the breath there. Um, so mm -hmm. just kind of playing with a variety of different ways to incorporate it in your daily life, I think is, it's, to me, it's fun. And it's important for you makes such a difference and uh i know and i i don't know about other people but i know when i'm doing a lot of really deep concentration work i hold my breath mm -hmm. and i realize it and then and then all of a sudden i'm like <sighs> you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't been breathing yeah so, so it's good to find you know to have some kind of a breathing practice or even sometimes when you're for me even when i'm doing really um like I said, in-depth, thoughtful work, set myself a little timer mm -hmm. to check myself and see, am I breathing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so. great too. And there's so many, um, so many resources that we have in, you know, today that is so beneficial. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people who have a smartwatch, there's a breathing app on there. Your phones have apps. Um, mm -hmm. You can even find so much stuff on google uh, so yeah and, yeah. and it's, especially in the virtual world that we're living in right now there's an, an a plethora of yoga classes that you can try out so mm -hmm. and there's so many amazing yoga instructors um that are teaching classes um either free donation based or um uh combined with the studio. And so it's just a really cool time in our lives that we can uh, try each other's classes. We can try different um, different ways to incorporate yoga, whatever that means to you mm -hmm. in your daily mm -hmm. life. I love it. So um, I know you have, and I'm gonna put it up on the screen here, you have a Facebook page and um, and it's simply balanced health so people can hop onto facebook and look up your up your site and that's where you announce your classes and where you can sign up for classes right yes and um 
I'm such a horrible social media marketing person because I'm no, like, I. <laughs> I, I teach Mondays and Wednesdays from four to 5 p.m. Pacific time. And when I tried, you know, I try to think of fun or different quotes to uh, market the classes, but I'm like, it's the same time every week. And uh, I'm working from home. So I just have to go from one room to the other. And mm -hmm. hopefully, I mean, I haven't had to cancel yet. So yeah, it's nice. So <laughs> what's well, been really neat. I know I haven't been to any of your four to five, but I remember when, um, when all the, you know, the lockdowns happened and I was able to take one class of yours and I really, really enjoyed it. And it was, um, again, for those that haven't tried yoga, who are, are, are a little bit self-conscious um, and worried about it, it was just a very, uh, very wonderful experience for me. And being someone who's not, uh, not very well versed with that form of physical fitness and stuff. And it really is. It's just being showing up, allowing yourself to be present. Um, when the mind wanders, you learn to bring it back. Um, when my impatient mind wanders, <laughs> let it come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we can make it a lot of fun trying, you know, seeing what happens and enjoying that process of of um, exploration. So I would really recommend everyone, you know, if you haven't tried it, you're nervous, or even if you love yoga, check out her site, um, Facebook site and figure out how you can get into a class. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I try to, my, I don't have a, a, a structure per se in my classes. Mm -hmm. I open it up to check in to see how everybody is feeling mentally, emotionally, physically. And, you know, I may have something in the back of my mind prepared for class, but as we know, like that could be completely different than what my students need. And so yeah. I open it up to them and I want to cater what they need from their practice because mm -hmm. it, it's their time on the mat. And so I want to help support them um, in their, in their yoga practice. So um, yeah, if anybody has any questions on about my classes, feel free to reach out. I'm really responsive on social media and um, I just really, truly love, enjoy teaching. So um, I'm open to anyone and everyone. Yes, wonderful. Well, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I know uh, I was so excited. I was like, I need Tiffany to come on and talk about yoga. <laughs> So I appreciate you coming on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tracy. I yeah. appreciate you for reaching out. This was an honor and I'm so excited for you. Thank you. And, and for you too. And um, so don't go anywhere, Tiffany. I'm going to, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody else. I'll wave goodbye too. Tip. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. We'll see everybody. I think on Friday on the next broadcast and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Your health will transform when you learn that your health matters. Knowledge is power when it comes to your health, which is why I am excited and eager to share this vital resource with you. When you sign up for my newsletter, you will be exposed to an entirely new way of looking at your health. 
Far too many people are unaware of what it takes to create a life filled with optimal health. And in each newsletter that is delivered in your inbox, you will be immersed into strategies that will create your ideal life. In addition, here is an important quote that motivates me daily. When you have your health, you have 1,000 dreams. And when you don't have your health, you have one. I want to enable you and all of the people you care about most to dream again. And my team and I will do this by putting your health first. Once you sign up for my newsletter, you will begin receiving a newsletter from my office every other week. This resource is absolutely packed with value and we are excited to see what you think. Be sure to click on the Health Matters link in the podcast comments to sign up. And remember, your health matters. Hello, I hope you enjoyed this recent podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Be sure to seek professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional as this podcast is not a substitute for their professional care. Be sure to seek out a qualified medical practitioner that is right for you. And be sure to create a supportive team of licensed and certified care practitioners, health coaches, and trainers that can help you make the lifestyle changes you desire.